You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning and welcome to the SB Nation NFL show. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. It is Thursday, March 4th, 2021. Let's kick off your day with the biggest stories in the NFL. We are less than two weeks away from the start of the new league year. And even though teams don't know the exact number of the salary cap for 2021, they are already starting to trim their rosters to accommodate for the lower cap this year. As such, we saw a number of players get cut on Wednesday. Let's start in New York, where receiver Golden Tate has been released by the Giants. The 32-year-old Tate caught only 35 passes last year for 388 yards in 12 games. The move creates an additional $8.5 million in cap and cash space for the Giants, but they do take a $4.7 million hit to get him off the books. Tate was not alone in losing his job, however. In New Orleans, the Saints said goodbye to two tight ends in Jared Cook and Josh Hill. Cook was going to be a free agent anyway on March 17th, while Hill's departure saves New Orleans about $2.5 million. Linebacker Thomas Davis was also cut by the Washington football team just days ahead of becoming a free agent. He released a statement shortly after the move thanking Washington and announcing that he'll sign a one-day contract to retire with the Carolina Panthers. Davis made three Pro Bowls and one All-Pro team in his 15-year career, but those were far from his biggest accomplishments. Remember, he tore the ACL in his right knee three different times in 23 months and then played nine more years after that. Players being cut isn't the only news of the day. However, let's take a dip into Jets general manager Joe Douglas's media availability and listen to what he has to say about the possibility of the Jets trading Sam Darnold. I will answer the call if it's made. As it pertains to Sam, I mean, like I said, Sam's, a we think, a dynamic player in this league um, with unbelievable talent and who's really, really has a chance to really hit his outstanding potential moving forward. But, um, you know, if calls are made, I, I will I will answer them. In case you forgot, New York has the number two overall pick in next month's draft, and they should have their choice of any quarterback not named Trevor Lawrence. Although I suppose that might not be true. More on that later on. Let's move to two general managers who actually like the quarterbacks they have. That would be Mike Mayock in Las Vegas and Rick Spielman in Minnesota. In terms of the Raiders, Mayock was singing the praises of Derek Carr, despite all the rumors about a potential Russell Wilson deal. Quote, I think John Gruden and I would both stand shoulder to shoulder and pound the table for Derek Carr. Now, I should point out that he also sandwiched that quote between the idea that he doesn't know who will call with trade proposals and that they evaluate the position every year. But I guess that other part was nice. In Minnesota, Rick Spielman offered this up on Kirk Cousins. Quote, Kirk Cousins is our quarterback. That's really more of a fact than an endorsement, but okay. He went on, I know there are a lot of rumors floating around out there. I look forward to him with another year in this system and excited for what he's going to bring to our team next year. I mentioned that little tidbit about how Trevor Lawrence might not be the number one overall pick. 
That is in reaction to the quarterback rankings of one Chris Sims of NBC Sports, who released his big board for the top six quarterbacks in the draft yesterday. Unlike most big boards, Sims actually has Zach Wilson of BYU at number one, then Trevor Lawrence from the Clemson Tigers at two. Here's where it gets a little nuts. Alabama's Mac Jones is three. Four is Kellen Mond from Texas A&M. Five is Justin Fields of The Ohio State University. And six is Trey Lance of North Dakota State. Now, This isn't the place to have the argument about where I rank those guys, but I will say this after having worked with Chris for years on Pro Football Talk Live. I promise you, he ain't doing this for clicks. The guy works harder on these rankings than anyone I've ever seen, and he truly believes what he says. More than that, though, he's actually been pretty good when it comes to scouting quarterbacks. He said Derek Carr would be better than Blake Bortles. Nailed it. He said Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen were the two best quarterbacks in 2018. Nailed it. And he said that Justin Herbert was better than Tua Tunga-Vailoa. Once again, right on the money. Couple of quick hits for you before we go. With a virtual owners meeting coming up at the end of the month, there were a number of proposed rule changes that I wanted to run through on our way out. The first and maybe the biggest, the NFL will consider reverting to sudden death overtime after going away from that exact thing 11 years ago. I'm sure that's going to go over great with fans. Mike Florio of ProFootballTalk.com has a very long and convoluted explanation for why this could happen. Basically, it boils down to the league wants to maximize gambling, and the way to do that is to play more games on their own in standalone windows, and that would mean more short-week games for teams, so the league would want to shorten the length of games, especially ones that went into overtime. So that would be their plan to do it. Hey, I told you it was convoluted, didn't I? Also, roughing the passer could become eligible for replay review, which I think might not be entirely bad, considering some of the awful roughing the passer calls we've seen in recent years. Also, the onside kick alternative is back. If you don't remember what that was, it would be a fourth and 15 attempt from a team's own territory. Uh, The same proposal was brought up last year and tabled by the owners. And finally, the Buffalo Bills proposed a requirement for all teams to wait to start interviews for head coach and GM until at least the conference championship round and delay hirings until after the Super Bowl. Now, you might ask why. The reason being the coaches on teams that go deep into the playoffs are often left out of the hiring cycle because the owners that are looking for new coaches basically don't want to wait that long to get their new guy in there. They don't want to wait a month before hiring a new head coach. So they just say, hey, sorry, Eric Bieniemy, for example. We really like you. Maybe we want to hire you, but I need to get my guy in the building now. So they go with somebody whose team has already been eliminated for the playoffs. I have no idea if it would work. I have no idea if they would be able to actually enforce it and stop teams from tampering. But like I said, it's one of the rules changes on the docket for the owners later this month. That is the latest news in the world of the NFL on Thursday, March 4th. Make sure you subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show. It is available for you on every single major podcast platform you could ever hope to get. And we hope to get your subscription, your rating, and your review. Obviously, five-star ratings are our favorite, but whatever you think is appropriate, we will take it. 
Stay tuned later today for the look ahead with myself and RJ Ochoa of Blogging the Boys. We are continuing the SB Nation NFL show look at free agent position groups. Lucky us, we get the divas, baby, the wide receivers. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. We'll talk tomorrow.